Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Visit windownation.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. The heaviest of the rain has now come to an end across the region, but flooding is still an issue and runoff still an issue, too. So the flood watch goes until 6 this morning, and the wind advisory will start at 8 o'clock this morning. Showers will end this morning. Then look for partial clearing. A very windy day. Winds may gust to over 45 miles an hour at times. A morning high in the 50s, then falling temperatures. Overnight, breezy and colder. Lows will be in the low to mid-30s. A morning flurry is possible tomorrow, then windy and cold with a high near 40. Mike Stenifer, WTO. 53 degrees in Hyattsville, Herndon at 51, Parky Bottom at 52 degrees. It's 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning to you. I'm Ralph Fox coming up. Deputies in Stafford County shoot and kill a man. What they say happened. I'm John Doman. In the next few days, a Confederate memorial at Arlington National Cemetery will be removed. I'm Valerie Bonk. A flood warning remains in effect until 6 a.m., although most of the rain is now gone. It's gift shopping season. Some presents to avoid giving kids. I'm Liz Anderson. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. Rain has been falling overnight on parts of the Mid-Atlantic up into New England. Here's CBS News Philadelphia meteorologist Andrew Kozak. Coastal flood advisory through 4 p.m. on Monday. Meantime, in South Jersey and then over toward Delaware, a coastal flood warning. That means there is a much better opportunity, especially as you go into the inlets and those small streams of getting up toward the Delaware, that we could be looking at some coastal flooding, some beach erosion. And then, of course, the wind alerts, mainly along the coast, where we could be looking at up to 50 mile per our wins. The Israeli military is engaged in a delicate mission. CBS's Charlie Daggett has been in Gaza accompanying the IDF. The challenge, hunting down Hamas while safeguarding the hostages, says IDF spokesman Daniel Hagari. Does that mean fighting Hamas fighters inside these tunnels? There, it means hunting them down and finding them wherever they are, inside the tunnels and above the ground. Does that carry risk for the hostages that are being held? I think we are managing the risk. We have, first of all, remember that rescuing our hostages want to bring our hostages alive back home. A car crashed into a Secret Service SUV last night as President Biden was about 200 feet away. CBS's Catherine Watson was there. The president and the first lady were having dinner with some campaign staff at headquarters, which is based in Wilmington, Delaware. And he was just about to get into his van. He had briefly answered a question from a reporter. And then there was a loud noise. The president looked around him clearly surprised. It does not appear the driver was trying to get to the president. The White House and Senate Republicans are trying to come to terms on a plan to provide funding for increased border security and for Israel and Ukraine. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin on CNN. I think that our negotiators right now, from our Republican and Democrat negotiators who are really diligent, doing a great job, and then basically with the White House involved, committed 
to getting this uh, border under control. The late Justice Sandra Day O'Connor will be honored this week in the nation's capital. The first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court will lie in repose today in the court's Great Hall. On Tuesday, a private funeral service will be held at Washington National Cathedral. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says President Biden will attend. Justice O'Connor dedicated her life to public service and a relentless pursuit to strengthen our democracy by finding common ground, reminding all Americans that there is far Far more that unites us than divides us. Justice Sandra Day O'Connor retired in 2006. She died on December 1st at the age of 93. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. And this is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 403 at WTOP, December 18th, 2023. We do have a flood warning in effect, although the rain is gone. For most areas, the rain is gone out there. Good morning to you. I'm Ralph Fox. Top stories we're following for you. Continuing our storm coverage, WTOP meteorologist Mike Stiniford. Powerful area of low pressure pounding the region, and we're seeing heavy rain, and that is going to be the story for the next several hours. Already numerous flood warnings across the region, and there'll be more flood warnings over the next several hours, too. Might hear a rumble of thunder, too, as that area of low pressure comes our way. And the other big story will be the wind before sunrise. Winds are going to over 40 miles an hour, and with saturated ground, we could see some uh, trees coming down. We could see wind gusts to 45 to 50 miles an hour before about 1 or 2 in the afternoon. And that heavy rain, for the most part, has moved to points north. It's just a flood concern with some runoff and some standing and still ponding water that's out there. That's the main concern. We will keep you up to date on that as it continues. An investigation still going on after a deadly shooting early Saturday morning involving deputies from Stafford County. It happened just after midnight at a home on Richmond Highway in northern Stafford. Deputies were called to a stretch of Route 1 south of Aquia because of a disturbance, and soon after they arrived, the deputies say they were face-to-face with a man pointing a rifle in their direction. The sheriff's office says those deputies repeatedly asked the man to put his rifle down, and when he didn't, they fired their service weapons and fatally wounded him. The man has not been identified yet. John Dome in WTOP News. Despite calls to keep it from happening, a statue in Arlington National Cemetery is set to be moved in the next few days. The statue was meant to be a mythical vision of the Confederacy and has met a lot of controversy recently. More than 40 Republican members of Congress have asked the Pentagon to keep it where it is at Arlington National Cemetery. And Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin said he disagrees with the decision to remove it. And he plans to relocate it to the New Market Battlefield State Historical Park. Fencing has been installed around the statue and the cemetery says that the memorial should be removed by December 22nd. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. It is 4.05. Some tips for last-minute holiday shoppers. If you've got some young ones on your list. A pediatric doctor took to Instagram to share what parents should avoid giving kids in order to steer clear of the emergency room. Dr. Megan Martin is an emergency doctor at Johns Hopkins All Children's Hospital in St. Petersburg. On her naughty list, anything with button batteries. They're between penny and nickel size, and if swallowed, they can get stuck and cause tissue damage. And the little screws that hold them together can loosen up quickly, which is dangerous. Toys with water beads also considered risky. If ingested, they can swell. Dr. Martin tells Good Morning America. 
America, they can cause bowel obstructions or perforations and can also get stuck in airways. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. An Ohio man may be facing a hate bias charge after police say he sprayed two people with an unknown substance and shouted anti-Semitic phrases. The attack happened in the 9 a.m. hour Sunday outside the Kesher Israel Congregation on N Street in Georgetown. D.C. police arrested 33-year-old Brent Wood, whose last known address was in Toledo, Ohio. Wood is currently charged with simple assault and resisting arrest. Investigators will determine if hate crime charges will be filed as well. And there's plenty of dine-out options for the holiday if you aren't preparing a festive meal. WTOP Shana Stulen found one restaurant group doing a Christmas brunch. We will have lamb pate prepared, short rib gnocchis, smoked salmon flatbread. Draja Moisilovich from the Ambar restaurants. He says also on the Christmas menu, Balkan veggie stew, a dish he grew up with. That I would enjoy on the weekends, in the morning, like my mom would prepare this for me. He says guests can expect elevated traditional comfort food that you'll find on Christmas tables back in the Balkan region. Ambar's three locations in D.C. and Arlington will also offer Christmas Eve dinner and a holiday takeout special. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. Planning to ask your boss for a raise? We have some pro tips for you to help make the ask. I'm Mark Hamrick with a report just ahead. It is 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks over to Butch Seltzer in the traffic center. Well, we warned you to be careful for that water, and it is certainly building in Maryland and Montgomery County in Rockville. Norbeck Road is closed in both directions due to flooding between Baltimore Road and Avery Road. In Brookville, Georgia Avenue in both directions were closed between Jennings Chapel Road and Roxbury Road. That's due to a fallen tree. In Bethesda, we have standing water at Brayburn uh, Parkway and River Road in Virginia were closed due to flooding in Loudoun on Harmony Church Road in both directions between James Monroe Highway and Woodburn Road were closed due to construction near the Pentagon on Boundary Channel Drive southbound between Route 27 and 395. The off-ramp is closed on Boundary Channel Drive uh, as well to southbound 395. In the district, construction has the right lane closed on New York Avenue inbound at Florida Avenue Northeast. Wanted Test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Now we'll look at your weather forecast. Here's WTOP meteorologist Mike Stanford. The worst of the rain has now come to an end, but there's still a lot of flooding across the region, and the flood watch continues until 6 in the morning. A wind advisory from 8 this morning until 2 this afternoon. Showers ending this morning, then partial clearing and windy. A morning high in the 50s, then falling temperatures. Winds may gust to over 45 miles an hour at times. Overnight, partly cloudy, breezy, colder, lows low to mid-30s. A morning flurry is possible tomorrow, then windy and cold with a high near 40. Mike Stinnefer, WTOP News. 51 degrees in Gaithersburg, Arlington at 52, Lanham at 53 degrees. It's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Mark Hamrick. 
When you want to ask your boss for a raise, I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. As the majority of Americans in the workforce, those working or looking for work, plan to search for a new job in the next year, that's a finding of our new survey, others might opt to stay put and ask their current boss for a raise. 47% of workers said they're likely to ask for a raise over the next 12 months. A majority of workers aged 18 to 42 saying they'll ask for more pay. Here are some things to consider. Use evidence. Many employers have data, and as long as it supports your case, put your facts to work for you. Even if there have been job cuts and perhaps you've taken on additional duties, track those extra responsibilities as evidence why your raise is warranted. If you haven't received feedback on your work outside of a performance review, ask for that assessment. That's not only to help you grow, but also provides actionable steps you can put into action in time for your next salary discussion. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up on WTOP, some controversial information regarding a museum or series of museums. Here in the nation's capital, it's 411. Hailstorms can cause widespread damage to one's home. After these storms, dishonest contractors show up hoping to make a quick buck from your insurance claim. They'll promise anything if they can get you to sign a contract, collect your payment in advance, and ultimately do no work at all. Avoid being the victim of contractor fraud. Get estimates from at least three contractors. Check references and remember, if you didn't request it, reject it. To report fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job, made easier by America's brave military dogs. These dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs and locating enemy positions. Yet when these canine heroes retire, they're too often left overseas. American Humane works to bring these valiant dogs home and reunites them with their handlers for happy, healthy retirements. To learn how you can help, visit AmericanHumane.org. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive, like Marta. And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno. And Alex... Hey, Alex, how did the interview go? I did it. I got the job. I can't believe it. I knew it. Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego. Mom, I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project. That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. <laughs> Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. Coming up. Thin playoff dreams dash for the Commanders. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Donate your car to 
carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Hurry! It's your last chance to donate for 2023. Christmas time is about more than presents. There's also family, warmth, and good food. But for our neighbors on the streets, they'll experience loneliness and cold nights, hunger and hopelessness. But with your gift, they won't. When you give just $35 through Central Union Mission, you'll provide a homeless neighbor a day of meals, shelter, and care, and an introduction to the mission's life-changing programs. Give now at missiondc.org. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 415 on your Monday. I'm Ralph Fox. Thanks for being with us at this hour and safe travels for those of you out and about. Well, it was a stunning story when the Washington Post reported on it this summer, a collection of nearly 300 human brains acquired by the Smithsonian Museum back in the early 1900s. Most of those were taken from people of color without family consent. Dozens were taken from black residents in this region alone. The museum still has the collection in its archives. Now the Post is out with a major follow-up to the story on who was targeted and how Smithsonian employees got resistance when they wanted to right a wrong. The Washington Post's Claire Healy helped report on these new revelations and joined WTOP's Sean and John with the story of a woman who faced pushback when she told higher-ups that something had to be done. The woman mentioned in that article is Karen Mudar. She worked in the repatriation office in the 90s, and she reached out to us after our last publication because she did a report on the brain collection in 99 and got no reaction from Smithsonian higher-ups. And so she gave us all the notes and documents for that report, and in that were details about the names of local D.C. residents. And so we went from there trying to figure out who this happened to and who their families were. And from her, we also learned a lot about the culture in the office at the time and the resistance that she faced. Why the foot dragging at the Smithsonian in the subsequent years here? What we've been hearing from repatriation office employees at that time and people in anthropology is that really there was a pushback from physical anthropologists who wanted to keep certain remains for further research or who were concerned about the remains leaving the museum and losing their access to research on these skeletons, human remains. And so there was a clash in the office at that time that Karen experienced and her colleagues experienced of people saying to her and her coworkers, can you try to convince the tribes to let us keep these remains? And she said when she conveyed that message, you know, in her work to tribal representatives, they were very offended by this. And so it, it really was a point of contention and in her experience and the other employees we talked to. Can you talk about that unique database that you guys have? We got from the Smithsonian a spreadsheet of the 30,700 sets of remains that they have. And in our recent publication, we're making that public in a very sensitive way, very selective way, but we are making this available to the public who can look through and see where these remains came from. They came from over 80 countries and The goal there is to provide this as a resource to people who might need it or might want to look through and see where remains came from if they came from different communities and just have this as a resource. And so that is on the Post website now. And for anyone listening who wants to go through it, there is detailed instructions near the database on how you can do so. But it is really organized by year and by who donated these remains and where they came from, like the state and the country. And so that is available online. 
Again, that's Claire Healy with the Washington Post. A quick look at the top stories we're working on for you here at WTOP. We do remain under a flood warning until 6 a.m. as the rain subsides in most of the area. Senate negotiators in the White House spent the weekend working on a deal to fund border security. More talks are expected today. A new CBS News poll shows former President Donald Trump the clear leader in Iowa, but he's losing ground to Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. Stay with us for full details on these stories and more in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks over to Butch Seltzer in the traffic center. Well, as Dave in the WTOP Weather Center has been telling us, the wind is picking up, and it certainly is. In Maryland, at Brookville, Georgia Avenue, in both directions, we're closed between Jennings Chapel Road and Roxbury Road. That's due to a fallen tree. The tree took down wires, and those are down across the roadway. So be very careful as you're driving through the entire area right now. In Montgomery County in Rockville, Norbrook Road is closed in both directions due to flooding between Baltimore Road and Avery Road. In Bethesda, we have high standing water at Brayburn Parkway and River Road. Uh, accident uh, in earlier in Frederick on 270 northbound between the scenic overlooks and Route 85 has been cleared with all lanes open. Delays in Virginia were closed due to flooding in Loudoun on Harmony Church Road in both directions between James Monroe Highway and Woodburn Road were closed due to construction near the Pentagon on Boundary Channel Drive. Southbound between Route 27 and 395, the off-ramp is closed on Boundary Channel Drive to southbound 395 as well. In the district, construction has right lane closed on New York Avenue inbound at Florida Avenue Northeast. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Now let's take a look at what's happening weather-wise. It's been an interesting one the last few hours, and we're not quite out of the woods here. Checking in with WTOP meteorologist Mike Stenniford. And good morning. Uh, we've had a lot of rain overnight. It looks like several inches of rain has fallen across the region. Flood warnings continue for much of the area, and those will go into the first part of the rush hour this morning. The flood watch will expire at 6 this morning. Wind advisory will start at 8 o'clock this morning and go until 2 o'clock this afternoon. We're already seeing some high winds across the region. Right now the wind is gusting to 39 miles an hour at Quantico and up to 37 miles an hour at Reagan National. So, uh, a few showers this morning. The bulk of the rain has come to an end later today. Partial clearing, but the big story for the next several hours is going to be the wind. Wind gusts of 40 to 50 miles an hour are possible after the sun comes up, and high winds will stay with us into early afternoon. Temperatures in the 50s this morning will fall to around 45 to 50 by this afternoon as cold air comes in on those gusty northwesterly winds. Overnight, partly cloudy, breezy, and colder. Lows will be in the low to mid-30s. Could be a morning snow flurry tomorrow, but no accumulation. Then look for a partly sunny, windy, and a cold day with a high near 40 and then sunshine on Wednesday and not as cold and the wind will be lighter. Highs on Wednesday will be in the upper 40s. Right now, Frederick 54, Leesburg 50 and Ralph, we've got a temperature of 54 at Reagan National. Mike, thank you. We will keep folks up to date as far as this flood concern, the wind concern, and it's going to be pretty chilly after that. Stay with us here at WTOP. We are looking at 52 degrees outside the WTOP studios. Coming up, one movie hit a sweet spot with moviegoers this weekend. We'll tell you all about that and more. 
Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. 422. Joey from Vermont, a farmer trying to get through the winter. Adriana from South Carolina, a single mother living paycheck to paycheck. Liam from Ohio, an injured father struggling to provide for his family. Hi, I'm Shanola Hampton, and I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Every success you've had began with opportunity. Now there's another one. At University of Maryland Global Campus, we provide no-cost digital resources to replace textbooks in most courses. And that's not all. You'll receive your accredited online education at an affordable tuition with a choice from more than 125 degree and certificate programs. With online and hybrid courses, get everything you need to succeed again. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. This is WTOP News. It is 423. Do you have surgery planned for the new year? If you do, while medical marijuana may help with pain management afterwards, it could be a concern before the procedure. In the surgical world, there's some concerns with increases in marijuana use and their impact on anesthesia. Bariatric surgeon Dr. Caitlin Merkin says marijuana users may require 10 times more anesthesia than non-users to stay asleep during their surgery. And that's not all. Our anesthesia providers are seeing that people that uh, routinely use a lot of marijuana have um, higher needs for pain medication um, perioperatively. Giving accurate information about your marijuana use to your doctor can help your anesthesiologist make sure you stay asleep for the entire surgery. During the actual surgery itself, the anesthesia providers are having to give them uh, more pain medication and sometimes afterwards as well. Heather Gustafson, WTOP News. The movie Wonka hit a sweet spot with filmgoers this weekend. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Wonka was the top movie draw this weekend, bringing in $39 million in North American theaters, according to studio estimates. It's a prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, with Timothy Chalamet as a young Willy Wonka trying to open a candy store. The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, is number two. Last week's champion, The Boy and the Heron, drops to third, followed by Godzilla minus one. Trolls Band Together is number five. I'm Archie Zaraleta. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. A tough one for the commanders on a busy NFL Sunday. Here's Frank Anran. Third straight year, commanders are not going to make the postseason after losing to the L.A. Rams 28-20. Mathematically eliminated. No quarterback controversy, says Coach Ron Rivera. Sam Howe still is starter for the last three games. Jacoby Brissett did replace Howell in the fourth quarter. Threw for two touchdowns to make things interesting, but the Rams get the win 28-20. They keep their playoff hopes alive. Commanders visit the Jets next week. New York uh, also eliminated from playoff contention with a 30-zip loss to Miami. Late game, Ravens were winners as they went on the road and beat Jacksonville on the ice caps. Beat the Canes in a shootout. Final score 2-1. to one. Martin Ferravari with the goal for the Caps first of the season. Darcy Kemper, stellar between the pipes, stopping all three shots in the shootout. Caps get the Islanders 
Wednesday back in D.C.